Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Last night in Los Angeles, LeBron James became the NBA's all-time leading scorer. He passed up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. This is what it sounded like on the Los Angeles Lakers radio network. Westbrook with it. Give it to LeBron at the right elbow. LeBron, one-on-one against Kenrick Williams. Backing him in. Turns. Shoots. Scores! There it is! All hail the new king in town! Young and old, gather round from one iconic Laker to another. The king, LeBron James, has passed the captain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and LeBron now stands alone as the NBA's all-time leading scorer. The man who made that call joins us right now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. He's the Lakers play-by-play man. He is John Ireland. And, John, I would like to commend you. You were able to call a game where the opposing team had three guys by the name of Williams in the starting five. That is an accomplishment, my friend. Jeff, you're selling me short. Three guys named Williams in the starting lineup, and two of them named Jalen. So I had two (laughs) Jalen Williams who were unrelated. I was talking to uh, Matt Pino, the Thunder play-by-play guy, and I said, what do you do? He says, I call one of them J-Will and one of them J-Dub. And uh, I just said Jalen Williams whenever one of them had the ball, Jeff, and it kind of worked out. Cuts down on the possibility of mistake. Well done. But do you have to do Jalen Williams unrelated? You have to say unrelated all the time. Well, Henrik Williams, who, who LeBron hit the shot over, was definitely unrelated. But the weird thing, Andy, is that they're all the same height. Oh. All three Williamses are about six eight. One, well, one of them was maybe six six, but they're all around the same height. So it was just confusion all around. But as you guys know, that that whole night was about LeBron. Yeah. Uh, so so much so, guys, that I think the Lakers forgot to play the game. Yeah. Well, at least yeah, kind of thought so. Everything about it, John. In fact, I I went to bed in the fourth quarter because I thought, all right, I'm I'm got to get up in the morning. I'm done. I saw LeBron. That's that's terrific. And I I. At the end of the when I woke up this morning, I say, "Ah, oh, they lost. That was too bad. Uh, well done by you. Yeah, uh, great and call. I heard it last night. I big, was like, "Oh, good yeah. job, John. Big event. Well, that, big thing. That's that's nice. That's nice of you. But I could feel your sincerity coming through the phone line when you said, "Oh, too bad they lost. That was well <laughs> said, Jeff. Thank you, John. Um, <laughs> what, what was it like in the building last night? And, and by the way, John." We know LeBron so well here, we pegged it. We said there's no way he doesn't set the record last night because everybody's going to be there. He's going to put his mind to it. Anything the guy puts his mind to, he does. I knew he was going to do it last night. What was the environment like? Like an NBA Finals game. You know, I've been lucky enough, Jeff, you have too, to to go to a lot of Finals games. And it's, you know, instead of having one or two cameras standing behind the court, you have 50 when the guy's just warming up. And in L.A., and... Jeff, you've worked a lot of games at, at what we now call Crypto.com Arena. Um, it just turned everybody out. I mean, everybody from, uh, you know, Jay-Z to Denzel Washington to, you know, all the people that you know, Jeff, all the, the people on Team LeBron, 
the you know the Rich Pauls, the Maverick Carters, Savannah, all the kids. Um, it was a very cool thing. I was really happy for LeBron because, as you know, Jeff, he'll he'll tell you if you get him on a on truth serum, he would much rather have 30 assists in a game than 50 points. He would make he would be much happier if he could do that. His his favorite thing to do is pass, but he's such a good scorer, and a lot of times his team needs him to just put him on his back and score that he's going to have this record. And he's a real historian. He's a, you know, a, a lot of people criticize him, um, you know, and that happens when you get to be the biggest name in the game. But he really appreciates basketball and really appreciates history. And I, I think he, when he got home last night, he probably, you know, and had a minute to reflect, knows that this is going to be one of the coolest nights of his life. Okay, let's go behind the music here for a second. John, how much? How long did it take you to think about what you were going to say when he broke the record? And how much of that was you had kind of thought about it out before? And then how much of it was, I'm just riffing? Um, Jeff, you'll appreciate this. I was on a golf course about a week ah. ago. <laughs> and I have uh, I have one of those portable speakers mm-hmm. that you, you, know, you can play music while you're golfing. Yeah, and, real golfers hate guys um, like you. Exactly. Well, I'm never going to shoot 68 so they can put up with it. Um, (laughs) And I was trying to, I've been trying to think over the past couple of weeks, like what could I do that could kind of tie it all together? And there's an, oh, I'm a big Prince fan. And, you know, so are all these guys, so are all these players. And and, um, he had a song from a Batman movie in the 90s that Nicholson played the Joker. It was so long ago. You guys you know, Jeff, you might remember it. Andy, you're probably too young. but No, the, not uh, at all. Is, I, the song was awesome. I remember the song. Yeah, so Prince has a song called Party Man. Yep. And, and the first line of the song is, um, all hail the new king in town, young and old gather round. And I thought, I'm going to work that in if he hits a jumper. I mean, I can't do it if he makes a free throw. I can't do it if it's, you know, some, you know, like a technical foul or anything like that. But when he made the shot, it felt right, so I dumped it in. And I, I should send it to you guys. Our promo department has gone crazy now. They have basically found the old Party Man song. They're, they're putting together my call with his shot and all hail the new king in town. And so that's, that's the nutshell of how it all came together. That's really cool, and I'm glad you had that moment and were able to experience the whole thing. I, I know LeBron is, is like – some other guys who have come to Los Angeles, but when when I think of the Lakers, you know, you think of Kareem. You know, if you want to go back, it's Jerry West, it's Elgin Baylor, Gail Goodrich, Magic Worthy. Is LeBron in that family yet, John? And did maybe did last night put him there? Um, I don't know if last night put him there, Jeff, as much as the bubble championship put him there. Um, had he come here and played four years and never won a title. I think people would think would put him lower in the pantheon than all the guys that did win titles, the Kareem's, the Magic's, the Kobe's, you know, that whole gang. But when he won the title in a year where we lost Kobe tragically, and we, we all thought that, you know, that season might not even happen. Remember it was in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. We lost our, our franchise icon. Uh, Rob Polinka, our GM was his best friend and the godfather of his kids. I thought Rob would take a lead. All the opposite happened. Rob galvanized Frank Vogel and LeBron and all those guys, and they won a title in a year that, you know, Jeff, we had nothing to celebrate. Everybody wanted to forget 2020, and the Lakers went out and won a title. I think that, uh, to use the term from Goodfellas, made LeBron a made man. I think that put him in the club. Um, And when he did now, 
he is, and he is, you know, you know this about him, Jeff. He he's very smart. He says and does all the right things. Um, he's always very deferential. He was very deferential last night to Kareem. I thought that was yeah. really cool how he made everybody give Kareem a standing ovation. Um, and, and they're not exactly you know bosom buddies, right? No, because you know Kareem's very socially active. So is LeBron. They've been on opposite sides of a couple of things. And um, but I I thought that they both acted exactly how you should act in that moment that they they said this is bigger than whatever we are individually this is for the game and it was i I mean you guys i wish you could have been there it was uh, you know from adam silver and kareem walking out onto the court to Dwayne wade being there you know and he had been through so many things with lebron and it and you know jeff you know randy mims who's been with lebron every step of the way started off as his hat man do you know that? Yeah, so you guys know it was yeah. it was it was really cool. It was almost like a "This is your life" for LeBron. So it was really fun. Now let's let's think basketball here. The Lakers are in thirteenth okay. place in a fifteen-team conference, and, and yet, moving in the wrong direction, Jeff. Yeah, They're going the wrong way. But but John, the West is so jumbled up. There are only five games out of fourth place. Right. Can the, can the and, Lakers make a move and, and bring in some help? Do they have enough to give up, and do you think they will? I thought the Kyrie thing was a real possibility. It, it seemed like it was heading that way, but the Lakers just didn't have the assets that the Nets wanted. And you guys would probably have told us to stay, you know, buyer beware on Kyrie. Anybody who ever, whenever I talk to anybody in, in Boston or <laughs> Cleveland or anywhere, Kyrie, Brooklyn, anywhere Kyrie's been, they said, you know, buyer beware here, but I actually think he's going to be on his best behavior and he's going to play really well in Dallas and try and get himself a new contract. But now that that has sailed, I would be surprised guys if the Lakers don't make a trade. I think they have to do something. Um, This team, as you mentioned, Jeff is in 13th place. They don't have a winning record. uh, Despite the fact we have LeBron and AD. Yeah. And the thing is we've had wins over all those teams you're talking about, Jeff, that are ahead of us. Um, they've beaten Denver, they've beaten Milwaukee, they've taken Boston to overtime twice, and you guys saw what happened in Boston. LeBron didn't get a call. We probably should have won that game. So it, they feel if they can tweak around the edges and make a trade between now and tomorrow at noon, my time, 3 o'clock your time, um, that that would help. The Hachimura deal helped. He's into the starting lineup. He's been a good player. But I think they're going to do one more thing. I don't know what it is, but I think they're going to do one more thing. Um, I, I just, I, I still want to like, get a feel for the moment from last night. I hate to say that, but I, yeah. I just, I, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I look at LeBron and I've said this probably three times on the show today. And I think about the pressure that he had coming into the league and that he lived up to it, which to me is just, is mind blowing that, you know, for everything that was expected of him, he delivered and even more. And then you walk into a night like last night and I, I don't know, did you get a chance did you ever see the the commercial they ran before his very first game at Sacramento? Because that was floating around the web again yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I saw it the other day. Yeah, I mean, it was just amazing to me. And, like, to see that before he actually played a game in the NBA and then to think about where he was last night was just so mind-blowing to me to think that, you know, that it's that laugh at the end of the commercial that just kind of lingers after it go, after he goes off screen. And then to think that, you know, again, he delivered again last night to be able to do that. I, I don't know. I just think about all the pressure he plays under and he's played under his whole career and then to kind of see where he is next. And uh, the other thing we were talking about, I meant to bring this up too, what you, you talked about assists. I mean, he's what, 5,000 behind Stockton? 
I mean, and, and and that's amazing. Playing, yeah. I, I, do you think that's in his mind when you talk about being a historian? I think he wants to play with Bronny. I think uh, that's okay. what he's thinking. Yeah. Um, and I think, Andy, he wants to get there by hook or by crook. So I think he's going to line up his contracts so he's going to be able to sign with anybody and then you know, say, hey, Bronny and I will come. It's a package deal. And, guys, I, I, I don't know if this is obvious to people outside of L.A. He's playing as good as he's ever played, and that's yeah. saying something for yeah. Bron. I mean, he's averaging 30 points a game, eight assists, seven rebounds. He's the only reason we have any wins. He's, he's like the whole reason people come to see the Lakers. So, and, and to your point, Andy, it's interesting that um, very few times when somebody is projected for outright greatness, do they not have a giant bump in the road? Tiger Woods, for example, yeah. Kobe, uh, you know, identified at a young age and then giant bump in the road later that, um, you know, that they've had to deal with. LeBron just never did that. He basically, he, LeBron, the comp for him is like the Mannings. You know, Peyton and Eli identified at a young high school age that these guys have a chance to be great and win Super Bowls, and then they actually went out and did it. You know, that's what LeBron did. You and, know, and, st- and stayed out of trouble, John, as you said. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, everybody else is, you know, finding ways to get into trouble, Jeff, and he just never did. Yep. Yeah, the only thing, you know, he played the villain when he left here, but then he made up for it by coming back. I mean, and winning. it was weird to watch him be on the other side of it yeah. when he first went to Miami and then to, like, I, like I, I can't wait till the book is written when it's all said and done with LeBron and talking about his first game back in Cleveland after he went to Miami. I've never been in a venue that was that hostile during a professional sports that was game. Nasty. It was unbelievable. John, and, I, he, and, and guys, think about this. He, under those conditions, he went to the finals four years in a row. Yeah. It's true. I mean, yeah. we're dealing with, I mean, with a once-in-a-lifetime a athlete. You know, and, and Jeff, you and I, um, I, won't, I won't say we had a front-row seat, but we were, uh, we were in the first five rows in the preferred section for a lot of this. And uh, it's, it's been really – I was thinking the other day, Jeff, you've probably seen – well, not probably, for sure. You've seen more of LeBron's baskets than I have. Because you had him for how long were you deciding that guy when he was there? Oh, I don't know, five years. Yeah, so I've only done four, and then you did studio work and watched all his games, right? And and so you're you're part of a select club that has probably seen. I saw almost all of Kobe's thirty thousand points. You've seen most of LeBron's. It's it's been fun, and you know, he, I did his games, John, when he was in high school. So it it's been fun to right. watch him since then. You just touched on something though. And I want to wrap it up with this. If you look, and I'm looking right now at his basketball reference page, and you see 20 NBA seasons, 38 years old, okay, that's about it. Except for, as you said, he's playing so well right now. And, you know, Tom Brady just played at 45 years old. And I'm thinking, could LeBron play until he's 43, 44 years old? And I got to be honest, the way he takes care of his body, John, I, I wouldn't know why not. I, I think you're right, and I will take it a step further. There's never been anybody at this age putting up these numbers. No. If you go back and look, the last guy to put up 20-plus points a game um, at the age 38 was Carl Malone, and he was aver- and Carl Malone was a workout freak like LeBron, and he was averaging 22, 23 points a game. LeBron's at 30, and he's going up. Um, I don't know how he's doing it, but part of the thing is, he, he, you know, Mike Mancy, who you guys know, who, yep. who travels with us and who's his trainer, says it's, it's his work ethic. He just, you know, he's, he's not willing to compromise. And, and one thing I like that he always says is he keeps the main thing the main thing. 
he knows that if his basketball skills drop and that he's not playing at a high level, that all the other stuff tends to go away too. And so he's just making sure he's the best basketball player in the world and then everything else has fallen into place. He's just he's kind of nailed life, hasn't he? Yeah, it's worked out pretty well, that's for sure. <laughs> John, one last thought. If you're an NBA team and you think you've got a shot and you've got a, a mid-first-round pick or, or wherever it might be, in two years, are you going to draft Bronny just because you know that you're going to get LeBron with him? I think that might be I a would. great strategy. I would. Well, think about this. Me too. Let me give you a team. Let me give you a team. Okay. Golden State. Okay. Like, wow. What, what, like, they've already got all this great veteran leadership, and they've got Steph and Clay and Draymond. Add LeBron to that, put Bronny into the end of the bench with all the other young guys to learn from him, and how fun would that be? Not very fun for those of us here in Cleveland. <laughs> it's like, no, he's not a warrior. It could happen in Cleveland. It was, it was interesting. They were making a big deal last night that Phil Knight was sitting next to Bronny, and everybody was saying, well, maybe that means he's going to Oregon. I got a couple of friends who go to Ohio State, and they were like, I, I hope this doesn't mean they're going to steer him towards Oregon. But, you know, if Bronny ends up going to Ohio State, which is certainly a possibility, then I think they're good. For one year. Yeah. 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 Hey, buddy, nice job last night. Nice job great always. Call. We appreciate your time. Anytime, boys. Have a great rest of your day. Have a good show. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. John Ireland. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.